Welcome to the Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast, where we help people help people. Our vision is to support all the individuals out in the world who are helping others become better versions of themselves. We represent a group who create Intuitive Mind Solutions for the challenges in the world today. Human potential has been limited because we have forgotten that our true strength as humanity is the ability to work together. We will stand by your side, we will have your back, and we will do whatever we can do to support you and your vision to help others. Today, in this age of awakening, it is time to bring the intuitive minds of intuitive people together to awaken the rest of the world. We are here to bring together the right people at the right time to create the right solutions that the world needs in order to thrive. The Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast is hosted by Dr. Matthew Bresky and co-hosted by Dr. Adrian Orain and Joshua Baudouins. Stay relaxed, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast. And I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Adrian Lorraine and Hi. Joshua Badawines, counselor of psychology. Hi. And we have a special guest today. He's also a classmate of mine in chiropractic school. And so we got to know each other for about three and a half years, I think. And we have Dr. Skip Weiss with us. Hey. And that's, that is how you say your last name, right? Nailed it, man. Nailed it. So the whole time while we were in chiropractic school, I thought it was Weiss. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then Kelvin, everybody thought Kelvin was, was, was Weiss. And yeah, they messed all that up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember all that. That's been my whole life, brother. Yeah, my whole life. <laughs> I know how that goes. Yep. And so Dr. Skip uh, is a chiropractor in Green Bay, Wisconsin, specializing in pediatrics. And he's got a few online programs that we're going to discuss. And he's got his own podcast as well for chiropractors. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to give you the mic and just let you kind of tell people who you are and tell us about your programs because what we're here is uh, to allow you to share what you're doing so we can help support you in any way we can. Oh, awesome. That's sweet, man. So I, yeah, I'm Dr. Skip Weiss. My wife and I, Julie, my, my wife, Julie and I practice here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We have an associate. We're hiring another one. I have, um, I, I run one of the largest pediatric clinics, I believe in, in the nation, as far as per capita per volume, we see between 75% and 80% children just nonstop. And over half of those kids that we see are under one year of life, which is phenomenal. Like I, I get to live and breathe kids every day and, and restore neural function every stinking day. So it's, it's sweet as hell. And then outside of that, I actually have a program um, with my colleague, Dr. Christina Stitcher, that helps increase clinical certainty, clarity, and confidence for all of our chiropractic doctors that want to get into pediatrics. And, um, try to help them through the navigation of taking care of the pediatric patient and keeping it as simple as possible. Um, taking care of kids is simply complex. That's about the easiest way to put it. So it's a simple thing. Once you understand it all at a really strong level, everything becomes real, real simple. But if you don't understand it, it seems very, very complicated, very, very cumbersome. And that's why I think a lot of chiropractors shy away from taking care of children because it's, it's not a fear thing for them. 
it's a confidence thing. They all know how they can, they all know how to adjust. They've just never been shown how to clearly take care of a child and get amazing results. And that's what, that's what we do with, with the prime pediatric program. And then I also, my Christina and I also have a podcast called the prime pediatric podcast, which is the only podcast of its kind, man, that actually teaches chiropractors, science, art, and philosophy all in the, all in, all in the podcast. And it's designed to, for doctors to listen to that are in practice and actually use it in practice and help themselves out from clinical skills to examination skills, to headspace, to communication skills with their, with their patients. The idea of it when we first started it was so chiropractors could listen to it every week and have talking points to talk to their patients, re, re, re-hone all their skills, sharpen their knowledge, and basically constantly try to be the best chiropractic possible and constantly be honing that edge of their, of their, of their blade and making themselves perfect. That's the key. Nice. And yeah. so that, so that's an online program then. So you don't, the prime people- pediatric programs online. Yeah. It's all module based, all course based. Um, it's, uh, it's designed for Kairos to either a la carte it out or buy the whole program. Um, Christina and I have changed the structure of it in the last form and actually in the last two months to now chiropractors can now come in and actually buy specific courses out of the entire program, or they can purchase the whole program. It's kind of like, do they want to dip their toe first and see what it's all about? Or do they just want to jump into the pool and learn it all? It's totally up to them. And that way they can better manage their time. Plus the, the awesome thing to it is that it's all online, man. And we have it all on an app base for your cell phone. So you can get on your cell phone, get on your app, immediately look at it. And you never have to leave your house. You never have to get away from your kids. Um, I mean, unless you want to get away from your kids, I get that too. But unless you actually, um, you don't have to travel. You know, you don't have to put tons of money into travel. You don't have to try to get on an airplane. You can just log on to your computer at your lunch break and start learning. That's the whole point to it. Okay. And do you, do you let, uh, does this registered for people to get CE credits from you? No. We're currently working on CE credits. Um, I, I do speak all over the United States and the country kind of. I've spoken over in Europe, spoken in, in Scotland. Um, when I speak, a lot of the stuff that I put out is, is CE as continuing ed. This program currently does not, but we are currently working on that right now the state of Utah, the state of Nebraska, the state of Wisconsin. So if we can start getting the states backing with it, we'll be able to offer more CEs, which is, which is awesome because there's probably about 25 to 30 hours of content there. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That'll be very handy for a lot of people that have a, especially now with the travel restrictions and everything we got going on there. Yeah, man, the travel restrictions, the travel restrictions suck. Like (laughs) they've really hurt a lot of docs, but the amazing thing is, is that in the virtual world that we're in, like right now, man, I'm, you know, I'm in Green Bay. It's, it's, it's 1.15 here and it's 8.15 over there. And we're at night and we're able to do this a half a world apart, which is really freaking cool. And um, I'm able to teach classes this way too. So when I teach for the state of Nebraska or I've taught for Utah, we're allowed to do these, these Zoom webinars. We're allowed to do different links and teach docs and they still get credits that way too. So yeah. I actually love these platforms. It, yeah, it helped me. I did did your program when my daughter was oh. born. So that yeah. that gave me uh 
lot more confidence with that because the thing is where we live, I'll get into the question later about it, but first I'm going to, uh, yeah, where we live, it's not a big, um, pediatric chiropractic culture. So we're right. on the beginning of getting this stuff out there. So I want to make sure I have the confidence and clearness and clarity necessary before I start advertising that I'm able to efficiently and confidently adjust children because you're exactly right at a certain point when you're not adjusting children uh and babies you you that confidence basically doesn't that lack of confidence basically doesn't bring in babies and children into your practice you know right. the, the universe is not going to give you that it's not going to provide it if you're unprepared yeah and and so that's you know the having a baby myself was a wake-up call for me learning more and more how to how to handle and adjust uh the little ones um yeah go ahead well that's i mean that happened to me man i mean just i just had the baby when we were in college together you know <laughs> um, i had peyton and then julie had peyton i didn't have peyton but i mean my wife had peyton and, and my the staff doc and, and at rock island clinic was just pretty much saying skip you have to understand how to take care of kids because your baby's going to be here in, in three months and I wanted to take care of athletes, man. I did. I wanted to do what you got to do. <laughs> and, and, and then my daughter was born. I adjusted her. Peyton's changed every life of every person I've come in contact with now, because after I adjusted Peyton, I knew immediately I wanted to take care of more kids and then starting to really hone my skills in on pediatrics. The kids came out of the woodwork as far as not your normal children is, uh, seizures and epilepsy issues and autism and ADD and all of these kids that are just getting completely torn apart by a non-holistic, non-healing approach. And it just, the, the wheels came off. The most amazing thing you have, you have in your court right now, Dr. Matt, is the fact that you're in a place that's not knowing pediatric chiropractic. So you can write the ship yourself yeah. and you can lay the groundwork yourself. And that's, what's awesome because they then can see what it's like to have real care for their child and have somebody that actually really cares and knows that they can change that life and know that that child's going to be healthy and you're the one that's going to do it. And that's, what's massive. So you just, you, you, you can already lay the ship and lay the groundwork and, and blaze that trail and actually blaze it on the right path and not an up and down pain-based algorithm model, which doesn't help. Yeah. And that's, that's why I got your program and I've been busy, busy. Um, Adrian or Josh, you guys have any questions for Dr. Skip? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, tackle the, uh, the devil, uh, so to speak. Um, because the Dr. Skip said you, you're there in an environment that doesn't know holistic health. And that, that is true. That is absolutely true. So I wanted to, to say something to him about the... Um, we have an um, organization against Quacksalverij. Uh, and I'm going to tackle them now before they tackle us. And... These guys attack everybody who are in the uh, holistic and uh, also chiropractic business. 
uh, they, they try to get it get the ground from under you so you have now no foundation to rest on there there is the first holistic uh, no medicine clinic in holland and they're already attacking it so that's what i'm trying to say to you it's not going to be as simple uh, to to make a big foundation a fun, funding foundation on the floor for chiropractics and holistic medicine in holland because they're going to try to to swipe us away yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a it's a common problem because these that organization that joshua was talking about is like they work with the medical doctors and then when i'm talking to parents and stuff the the reaction sometimes i get from people is like oh no i wouldn't never think about taking my child to a chiropractor that's dangerous mm-hmm. and so we're we have a lot of work to do to get that foundation set but it it's beginning and that's that's a hundred percent did you also have this problem in america uh, dr weiss or not we deal with it now i have <clears throat> i was um pardon me <clears throat> i'm sorry so yeah we always have governing bodies we always have different groups that are calling us idiots that don't like what we do that say we're unsafe that say that what we do endangers lives but when I can bring them the research and then when I can sit them down and show them what we do for children, how we look at them, how we, how we examine them, how we adjust them, how the adjustment directly impacts the nervous system and what part of the nervous system it's actually working on. And then to have the confidence behind what I say, they have a really hard time trying to shut down certain things because the chiropractic world here in the United States, despite some of the small issues they they really do band together um especially at this time when there's when there's so much strife in the world there's so much fear that when you have somebody of public authority saying that you can't do this or you shouldn't do this or you should be afraid of that my comeback to that is is that i need to get on their level of authority and I need, to re, I need to establish that preeminent status where everybody that I talk to trusts me. And then we can actually have a real conversation. Being certified in pediatrics here in the United States helps me out an absolute ton. Um, I feel that you, you have to have the conversation. You have to open up the door. And a lot of the times people close down things that they're afraid of. And they're afraid of chiropractic with children because they've heard the horror stories um, which I have never heard of. I'm sorry. There's all these stupid things that say that we hurt kids and it, none of it's true. None of it's proven. There hasn't been a single study done on it. And the thing is, is that I want to make sure that when I'm talking, I'm always above board and I'm never saying that I treat anything. That's one of the biggest things in holistic healthcare is, especially in chiropractic is we get pigeonholed into treating things when that's medicine. If medicine wants to treat symptoms and they want to handle symptomatology, let them. What I'm doing is restoring neurological function and communication between the brain and the body. And that makes a big difference. Um, I'm not trying to chase symptoms. That's kind of where that's the hole that we will dig ourselves in when we start talking symptoms, when you start treating this or taking care of that you're digging yourself into that allopathic paradigm and that's where they're finding the low hanging fruit to bust you in the chops and it sucks. 
So what yeah. you want to look at then, what I always find that works well for me is always taking the approach of restoring neurological function and communication because chiropractors are the ones that do that. There's nobody else that does it. Even looking at psychology, like I can't sit here and make up, you're, you're, you're a psychologist, psychiatrist, psychologist, psychologist, you're a psychologist. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody that I can take care of their mindset. That's your job. <laughs> like that's your job to break to break them down have them have a mental breakthrough support their emotions help them physically mentally and emotionally but you're helping them emotionally and spiritually being a psychologist chiropractic helps them on a neurological base level and when we start doing that and start working with adjustments and helping with acetylcholine and cortisol and actually seeing hormonal changes neurotransmitters mm -hmm. actually changing in the body it's pretty hard to say that we're full of crap and yeah. what I find amazing is that if you start getting that public authority and start getting that traction, which I have here in, in Green Bay, because I get asked to be on the news. I was on the news four weeks ago covering this COVID stuff. And it's, I was called immediately because they, they wanted to actually hear from a chiropractor as far as how patients can actually help themselves out and stay healthy. So obviously, I went to them getting adjusted immediately. But I also went into nutrition. I also went into proper hydration. I went into exercise. I went into them using saunas. Like I went into more than just the chiropractic adjustment realm. But I made sure that my core, my foundation always stayed <coughs> so people can't come after it. Does that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That yep. makes great. That makes great sense. Yeah. I got the, the honor of uh, working at the, the Rug Clinic with the, the back clinic uh, of um, Dr. Matthew and Adrian. And I see all those small wonders every day. And uh, that's why I joined them. To, I, I see the, the connection with the body and mind and how faster it goes when uh, somebody is uh, put back in the right position by the doctor and they're more receptive to information it's well one of the most amazing parts of that is prefrontal cortex integration in the pfc the prefrontal cortex is what controls all emotions thoughts and how we interact on a daily basis it also helps control stress levels so if you start looking at prefrontal cortex research which is dr heidi hovick's research out of new zealand that stuff will blow your mind dr josh because you'll start seeing the chiropractic chiropractic actually has the thing is we've been wanting research for years and we've been looking at low back pain studies and headache studies and, and all this stuff. But what's really what we need to refunction, what we need to be focusing on is neurological function of the brain, and the prefrontal cortex, because the prefrontal cortex is higher brain function. And if we can't get to higher brain function, lower brain function stays around. So we stay in lizard brain or mammalian brain, which is primitive brain. That's why everybody kind of, they, as soon as you invoke fear into a primitive concept, they can't fire their PFC. Therefore, they can't realign the fear. So if, yeah. we take, if we take a lizard brain, somebody that's in primitive brain, and we invoke fear into them, they're going to go into a, a primitive response. And it's either going to be fight or flight or rest and digest. And they're going to go into fight or flight. They're going to go into a sympathetic shock, a sympathetic paradigm, and they're not going to get out of it. So yeah, they're not going to think anymore. Yeah. Right. And that's why chiropractic is so important. That's why psychology is so important because it helps people literally realign their thoughts, realign their brain chemistry 
and change that neurophysiological function. Yeah, that's the, the awesome. thing. I just, got, I just got goosebumps, bro, because <laughs> it's, it, it's like that's the amazing things that we do. We don't just sit there and throw pills at stuff and hope to God it works. You know as well as I do that when you're working with psychology, the minute you start sticking pharmacology into the psyche, you get a warped clinical view and you get a warped clinical outcome. Yeah. All the time because you're, neuro, you're chemically tricking the brain into, into firing differently. And as soon mm -hmm. as it does that, the brain gets pissed. Nociception goes up. And the minute you start putting that stuff into the body, the brain starts rewriting pathway to override that medication. Okay, yeah, that, that's the, the thing I'm battling with also, uh, is that you want to take a person to a higher level. So it, it, the, the thinking needs to go from lizard brain to the outer cortex. But all these, all these uh, medication uh, these people get, they, the medication is sedating it, so they're gonna going back to the yeah, mm -hmm. lizard brain kind mm -hmm. of thinking and mm -hmm. the, the fight-flight mode. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot, of, a lot of wrong in the Dutch um, psychiatry world. Yeah, maybe in all the world it is it's the, the same. It's, it's the whole world. It's not the Dutch. It's not just the Dutch. The thing is, is that pharmacology, if pharma, pharmacological influence is, is in the entire world. It's a total different agenda, man. And it has its hold everywhere. And that's what needs to change. And I think right now, we, I think personally, holistic practitioners, holistic doctors, holistic people like chiropractors, healers, psychologists, um, uh, naturopaths, DOs that haven't sold out to medicine, they're the ones. This is what's going to remap healthcare right now. Healthcare. I, I surely to, hope so. Health, healthcare has to change. Because it has to. It has to change because we're literally killing our population. And the fact that we can see, we see autism go from a one in sixty to a one in forty to a one in thirty-six. In three to four short years, it'll be one in two. What's the problem with that? The problem with that is that when you have a one to two ratio of autistic human beings on this earth, you completely wiped out a civilization because they can't procreate. So you, you see the agenda? Like, yeah, I see the threat every yeah. day. The thing is, is that you see the light turning on across the world. And that's why intuitive mind. And that's why this group, I think this is why Dr. Matt is onto something right now hard with his meditation and his adjusting techniques and the way you guys are working mind body processes, because it's a great awakening right now. And what I'm finding is that my office is actually getting busier and busier as amid, amid a crisis, crisis right now. Because Let us hope so that, that it's the case here also, that this will explode here and people will start to see. Because now I think people got shades on all over the place. It's, it's unbelievable do. how... Go sorry? Ahead. Go right it's ahead. unbelievable how many people still believe in this sedating medicine uh, type of treatment that comes back every day. I work in a, in, in a mental institute that treats forensic uh, mental illness forensic mental illness where people uh, have already done something wrong and they're committed to go there by a judge 
and the, the treatments are all, the, all sedating, 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 and not that much therapy. They're, they're given options for therapy, and little, little things are changing, uh, like a plant tree is coming in, and um, they're looking at a patient more like he's a human being, but we have a really, really long way to go yet. I believe you a hundred percent. And that's the truth. And the thing is here in the, in the United States, we just have more chiropractors available. So I think that if, if, if the United States went back to um, like 1910, 1920, when there were not nearly as many chiropractors as there are now, we would be dealing with the same exact issues you guys currently are right now. It's just that pharmacology is trumped right now in the United States because there's more holistic. There's more holistic people around versus what you have right now in, in Denmark. And uh-huh. in the yeah, Netherlands, get that. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> oh my God. Another, I'm so sorry. I just, insulted guys. yeah, it's, it's okay. Europe. It's Europe. It's okay. Hey, <laughs> but, so hey, sorry. Oh my God. That's a- hey, I'm going to have to pull the time card out and we're going to get, on to the next question here, because we want to get through this show within the hour. Um, Adrian, you had a question about his program, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, my question was, um, uh, what makes your, uh, your course um, about um, uh, pediatric um, so unique and, and special? What makes it unique is that we keep everything as, as simple as possible. And you can keep coming back to the well with it nonstop. So you're not sitting in a course for 12 hours trying to learn and take notes nonstop and then try to regurgitate that when you get back to practice. You can constantly come back to it. But the other side of it is too, is the exams that you learn, the um, techniques that you learn, like pediatric toggle headrest work isn't taught very often. Um, That's how you use a pediatric headrest to adjust the cervical spine, the neck, and especially the upper neck but how you do it specifically and very, very precisely without actually having to do any rotational maneuvers. You see, we know in chiropractic that when we adjust, let's say we adjust supine diversified or cervical chair, there's a form of rotation put into that adjustment, especially supine diversified. Cervical chair, not so much, but what makes parents nervous is the rotation. What makes the public nervous is the rotation and the noise. That's what makes them nervous. Yet we know the noise means absolutely nothing. We know that in chiropractic. It's a cavitation. It causes some uh, endorphin release. But as far as the actual adjustment itself is the movement of the bone and then allowing the body to put the bone back into the position that it needs to put it into, which is hard for people to wrap their head around a little bit. But the other side of it is, is it's the rotation. And honestly, the quicker the adjustment, the more violent it looks. This is the truth. And when you are doing a very quick, very precise, very precision-based adjustment, and it's fast, it looks a little violent. So when you're using pediatric toggle headrest work, you're doing finger flicks, you're doing, you're doing toggle with your fingers, if you've learned toggle. And you're specifically moving Atlas, you could be moving C2, C6, but you're learning how to move that. You're not putting rotation into the spine. And the other side of it is, too, is that if you go back to developmental developmental um, development of the bones in the child, they don't have the proper joints that support rotation until they're over seven years old in the cervical spine. And those are those uncle vertebral joints, okay? 
So that is the joints of Lushka. That's, that's the bat wings that come off the cervical vertebra. Those are what support rotation. So up until seven, those osteological centers aren't fully formed yet. So rotation is one of those things that if, the best way to do it is just learn a new technique and we teach it. And then you're, you're, you're set. What breaks my heart is when a good, a very, very good chiropractor or a great chiro does an adjustment on a kid we hear a click and the kid cries, yet everybody assumes the cry put the, the click put the kid made him cry because they're in pain, which is completely opposite. Most children cry post adjustment because they went from parasympathetic shock into sympathetics. Yeah, that's a release. It's a release, right? So most children that you see, like most kids that you see, when you see a three-year-old that's never been adjusted, most of those kids are through parasympathetics, sympathetic storm, and now they're in a parasympathetic shock which means that their body is in a rest and digest complete overload. So when we adjust, that parasympathetic releases, that rest and digest stops or changes, and then sympathetics turn on. Well, sympathetics is fight or flight. It's going to make you cry. You're going to have an emotional response. Right. Some people, so even adults cry after an adjustment. Like you'll see a tear come down. Mm-hmm. I've had grown men where I've adjusted them. They've sat up and said, I have no, worry. I have no idea why my mm-hmm. eyes are watering right now but I can't stop them. And it's that it's a full neurological, literally pathway change from rest and digest to fight or flight back into rest and digest. Mm-hmm. And it's a full mm-hmm. harmonic reset of the, one of the most beautiful sympathy, one of the most beautiful symphonies known to man. And that's our neurological function. Yes. So backtrack to the question. <laughs> the programs, the program's different. Because you can always come back to the well. We make sure you have the education you need. And we actually teach you how to actually use all of your clinical knowledge that you're learning into practice and actually use it and grow as a doctor. Because right now, the global consumer, when you look at patients across the board, patients are going off of two tiers. Do they trust you? And what are you doing in your community to support your community? Which we've been doing for 12 years. But the trust is key. And how do they gain your trust? is one, verbally and talking, but number two, being clinically excellent. Because that is the number one thing that I hear from patients when they come into this office and learn and work with us, is that you are different than every other chiropractor right now in this community. And I ask why, and they said, well, your exam actually shows me what's going on. And I said, exactly. My job is to show you what's going on with your child so you understand what's functioning, what's working extremely well, and what is not functioning properly, it needs to come right. up to the level. Because chiropractic is about, is about one of the biggest things with chiropractic is about expression. We express yeah. life, we get the neurology functioning properly. We don't suppress. Your adjustment should never be given to shut a system down. That's medicine. Let them shut systems down all day. Mm-hmm. Our job is to express. So if we express through an adjustment, it just takes a lower functioning area in the body and brings functioning up yeah and that's that's uh that's key because with uh, uh dr josh and, uh, and and you were talking about before was uh all the medicines numbing down is actually balancing down the, the level instead of exactly. balancing up and exactly. bringing uh what you said well, of bringing a greater expression of who you are well let's look at exactly and let's look at the function of the body inhibition of anything in the body has to come through stimulation 
-hmm. Whenever you need a system to actually downregulate, another system has to be stimulated to upregulate to turn it down. You can't yeah. just go in and dial something down unless you have chemicals. Yeah. That's what makes what we do so freaking yeah. awesome. Or you could just, you could Beautiful. also, you could also center point them just to throw oh, that no, out. You're, you're right. <laughs> well, dude, when you, when you center point two, you're taking a system and turning same, on another. Same exact thing. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so that, that's great because I'm going to listen to that, that explanation over and over again because uh, we're going to use that. So thanks for that share. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, guys, pulling the time card out one more time. <laughs> 20 minutes left. And just one point. Uh, I have no idea about what you said, the, the, the uh, Lushka joint in, in the cervical. Cervicals were forming, uh, not forming before seven. seven they, form at, they form right around seven, and, and Matt can attest to this, but I, I specifically I have remember. no idea about it. Yeah, I specifically yeah. remember sitting in Spinal 2 with Chip Mortar, Mr. Mortar, and him saying, these do not develop until the ages of seven years old. Mm -hmm. And that's when they've actually formed and can support. That's the key is seven. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, one other thing, um, Skip also has a program he's, he's, he's doing right now is the One Spine, One World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I want to just say that, you know, with our philosophy here at the Intuitive Mind Solutions is, you know, we want to bring people together in a way that we create the cooperative strength necessary for change. Mm -hmm. Because if people don't have the, the same collective perspective um, on, on certain things, that makes them harder to work. To, it makes it more difficult for them to work together for the changes that they all want. So you can have thousands of people that all want the same thing, but if they don't have that right collective kind of thought process and perspective on, on what they want to change, if they don't have that, if they don't have that continuity, then it, it, it's very difficult. There's still, there's a lot of resistance within that uh, attempt to bring people together. And so that's why I love your program because that's taken the chiropractors and it's, it's attempting to do that because um, the chiropractic industry is well, in my opinion, is very divided. Yeah, I agree with you. And there needs to be a, a common glue. And so I'll stand, I'll stand toe to toe with you in that process and, and back you up and all that stuff to create that glue that mm -hmm. brings that collective perspective amongst the chiropractors together because the ego has to go. The belief systems have to go. You put it as simply as it can, can be with what we do as chiropractors. And if you hold on to that, <clears throat> if you hold on to that truth and just keep holding on to that truth mm -hmm. that we help the nervous system properly function, the body does what it, what it has to do to heal itself. Mm -hmm. Keep it as simple as that. And that's where that, that glue has to come together to where all the chiropractors of all different techniques, all different philosophies have to come together in, in, in that type of way. And I think the program and the stuff you're making for that is spot on for that. Thank you. Yeah. It's about raising the vibration. <clears throat> man. 
I look at all humans, all of us are cell structures. And when cell structures start vibrating at a different resonance, they trump other cells yeah. and they make all the cells start working at the same resonance, right? That's physics. Um, that's the point of it, man, is to galvanize us. It's to, it's to solidify chiropractic, at least the ones that want to get on board. And if it's the majority, I'm cool with it. And the reason why I'm doing it, the reason why it is for the states, but the reason why I started One Spine, One World, is to impact the world, but more importantly, impact your world, impact Europe. Impact, I see what's happening in Europe, and I see what's happening in Australia, and it, it breaks my heart. Yeah. And I can see how you guys get literally hung up by your feet if you see a patient for more than 12 visits. And it, it kills me, it destroys me. Like I, I literally feel pain right here, like right now. Because, you know, dude, our forefathers, like we went to Palmer. There's people's names up at Palmer that were arrested and put in jail for practicing medicine without a license because they knew it was right. Yeah. I, I didn't get my, I didn't, I didn't become a doctor of chiropractic now at this point in my career to just sit on the sidelines, adjust patients and make money. It's money's not an issue. That's not the thing. It's, we need more people under care. We need more world under care. And if we can take and galvanize ourselves and create a message of, of love, light, and vitality, that will help. That will change the world. Negativity, again, negativity shuts systems off. It doesn't turn systems on. Love, light, and vitality turn systems on, man. Couldn't have said it better myself. And that is the... That's the whole idea. And that's where we're with what you're doing with what we're doing. We are in total continuity on that mm -hmm. with galvanizing the collective consciousness. And now we're in a different state than our forefathers in chiropractic were in, you know, now we're, we, we have about a hundred more years of fear indoctr indoctrinated onto us. Mm -hmm. So now we're in this alternative way and platforms here on coming together. So one thing I guess if, you can start to do on your show if you want. You do the same thing we're doing here and try to get like three to five different different working chiropractors and see if you guys can all come to that same collective agreement on. Man, that's awesome. I got to look at that. That is an awesome idea and, and just, I will. And, and because you want to know both sides of everything in order to get that continuity necessary to, to work together. I do. And it, it, I, that makes perfect sense because – I look at it from like my, you even look at it politically, people that are politically dogmatic are the ones that only stay within their politics and don't listen to anybody else. Yeah. And it's the same thing with chiropractic. You can become chiropractically dogmatic and not listen to everybody else, but somebody else that is totally different minded than you will have a different viewpoint, but you will learn and you will grow if you just open your mind up and listen because you got to figure out. And that's the thing is, when you develop trust, trust is massive. Like I made an acronym yesterday and I posted it, but trust truly is teach, respect, um, teach, respect, understand someone's truth. Yeah, I saw that too the other day. <laughs> That's trust. Like teach, respect, understand someone's truth. So what that means is you need to keep these ears open because I guarantee you that if me and you sat down and had a conversation, there will be certain areas that we do not agree on, but that's okay. 
because if I can understand what you're doing and where you're coming from, it makes me a better person. Yeah. And then I get, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what Matt thinks. And I think me and you are pretty aligned, but I can guarantee you there's something along the way, whether it's you like the bears, and <laughs> I like the Packers. Yeah, something, yeah. something is not going to line up and that's okay. <laughs> So to the audience listening, if you're a chiropractor listening to to us now, go on Facebook, you go into the search box, search box and search for One Spine, One World and mm -hmm. join that movement because it's going to be something big here coming soon. Jump in. We're going to pull the next thing out. We're going to go into a quick comedy bit. I can't wait for this, man. I can't. Okay. So I have this book of expressions in the Dutch culture and we're going to pick one out and we're going to see if Joshua can help us figure out this nonsense that this Dutch language creates for people right, not it. from let's, here this wisdom you mean let's do it <laughs> okay here we go and spreek word is in war word next <laughs> next <laughs> okay In sein, in sein schulp kruipen. Oh, yeah. In sein schulp kruipen. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, in English. It means crawling in your shell. That's okay. an easy one. Okay. What do you got, Skip? To crawl in your shell? That means to stay inside your, and never stick your head out to help anybody. It means shelter. It leads to the same shit we're dealing with right now called shelter in place. Put your head in the sand. Put your head in the sand. You stay inside your shell and you never stick your head out to take a look <laughs> and see what your surroundings are. I that think he nailed it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So we only get time for one of those because I want to get to the controversy corner. Okay. Okay. I have this container here filled with about 20 different controversial topics. And mm. we're just going to do a quick hot seat on maybe five minutes and then we will see what your perspective is on it. I knew this was going to come today. Racism in the world. Okay. Um, I think racism is started by people that see differences in other people and can't accept them for who they are. So they make up, and they view the color of skin or perhaps the way the person thinks as a way to conquer their own fear and their own self doubt. Take for example, here in America, in the United States, when we enslaved the African American race, when they came over as slaves, when we, when at that as time as a culture, I can't say me as in we, cause I wasn't alive at that time, but, Racism still rings true in every culture. Some cultures um, at times can be worse to other cultures than what they should be. You can go back into um, Germany and look at the Nazi party and how they absolutely hated and the fascist movement. It all stems back to insecurities within the person's self. And if they were just secure within themselves, they wouldn't see skin color as a problem. They wouldn't see the way somebody thinks as a problem because all that matters is what's here between your ears and how confident you are in yourself. And if you're not confident in yourself, you will find a problem with somebody else that mirrors back to your own shit. 
And the thing that bugs me right now is my children did not see race as a divide until they were in school. When my, when my kids sit down in school, now this is in the school they're in now, we removed them from the other school, we put them in a private school. And the school they're in, we have in, in, in January, it's African American Appreciation Month, where it's Black History Month, where we talk about black history. Well, my, my comment back to that is, is, shouldn't we be talking about black history every day? Why does it have to be one month? Why do we have to pick one time out and completely take a population, segregate them for one month out of 12, talk all about the strife, all of the problems, and then try to tell a kid not to be racist when what they specifically did was take a culture and minimize it down to 30 days of education and say, here's what happened and not give them both sides of the equation or talk about it year round so they don't start seeing racial divide. Yeah, well, that's, when my, that's when my son came home and said, dad, why do we hate black people? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Where, where is this coming from? Where, like, why, why did the United States jail all the Japanese after Pearl Harbor was bombed? I, yeah. it's, it's, it's in oneself. It's the whole, in yeah, if we were to say, I could go on for hours on this topic, but from my time when I lived in California, mm. and now you have what you're saying in, from a standpoint in, let's say, the majority, so-called majority of the white Caucasian. Mm -hmm. But now racism is somehow still so prominent in the world because of economics. Yeah, socially so, economic so, so social economic segregation yep. is the same thing as racism, se racial segregation in the world, in, in, in the U.S. when I saw that. So now you have the lower class people being in the, in the minority races, and guess who they're angry at? And the media will always spin it into racism, mm -hmm. and it's not fucking racism. Mm -mm. It, but it is something designed to make people think it is racism. So this divide and conquer thing, they've economically divided people and conveniently to them, the people that economically divided us, it's racially divided too amongst the economics. It's, and that's an issue because nobody's looking at that. That was the point of it the whole time. Yeah. And to suppress a race and then make that race inadvertently love you because you're the one giving them a handout when what you need to do is give them a hand up exactly. and give them and help them. Like that's what irritates me. And I think that's what irritates a lot of people that are minorities that have made it, that actually make money are very successful. Their kids are in the same schools as my kids are in. And is there such a thing in, 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 in the United States as white privilege? I don't agree with that at all. I believe there's humanitarian privilege. If you just, work and maybe that's white privilege thought i don't know but you just work and to teach my kids values i see so many children right now that there's no dad at home it's just mom dad's just lost he's not around and this goes across the board you see you see divorce in caucasians and in, in, in an asian household in an african-american household in a hispanic household in Puerto Rican households, you see divorce across the board. You see single families across the board. 
And whether it's just dad raising the kids or it's just mom raising the kids, that's a definite problem. So the loss of marriage, the loss of unity is not there. So what happens is when you have a single family household, you become very single minded that I can do this on my own without anybody else, but it's okay if the government bails me out. Right. And that's exactly what the government wants. They want you dependent. Yeah. They don't want you independent. Because if you think for yourself, you usually will realize that the shit you've been told is stupid and completely outdated. It yeah. is. It yeah. is. I'm sorry. Start to it think. It is. And you turn around and you get it. Here's the thing. Okay. Let's go back. Um, let's go back. Uh, let's go back 11 years when Barack Obama was elected president of the United States. He wasn't elected president of the United States. He was elected the first African-American president of the United States. Do you see the problem? Yeah, it's, it's when, clear. It's when, the when the first woman is elected, she's going to be the first elected female of the United States. Yeah. Not the, not the next, not the next human. human to run the country. <laughs> yeah. So they immediately <laughs> labeled them. And then anything you said that was spoken out against them was immediately deemed as racist, fascist, or sexist. Correct. They've already <laughs> been labeled. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what type of resistance we have. So even having a charged conversation about racism, uh, you're going to have people that think, okay, well, why are they talking about that? That was so long ago. Mm -hmm. No, it's not the case. We it's need to find. Around. We need to talk about what's keeping people divided and scared of each other. Yeah, and and we have to point the right finger in the right direction. On uh, finding out why is this conditioning so strong to keep people in fear of other people, and then they just simplify it by saying, "Oh, it's just racism." Well, you know what also worked now is that it feels like I'm in the movie Monsters, Inc. because everybody's afraid to be around a damn child. Because, I'm serious, it's because they've been labeled here in the United States that the children are the carriers of this virus, but they just don't have any symptoms of it. So yeah. it, feel, it literally feels like I'm literally in the movie Monsters, Incorporated because they are freaking scared of children. The children are toxic. So you don't go into the room like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. No, I should. We're dressing up as that shit this year over Halloween. And, but the thing is, is it's, you see the paradigm shift. You see the play. When kids were seen as the most beautiful, purest things on earth, and now they're seen as, well, let's pump the brakes. We may not want to be by them because they might get me sick. Well, guess what? They were little bacteria magnets in Petri dishes their whole damn life, and you've been around them your whole life. And guess what? Your immune system is actually working better now because of that child that picks its nose and scratches his butt and touches the shit that you drink out of. Because of them, you're healthy. And if you're not around children, this is why you have a problem. And that studies out of Britain, man. Like, that, like we know that children increase our immune system. That's why this whole stay-at-home segregation, not allowed to touch people. As states open up here in the United States, you're going to see a rise in viral infections. It's not going to be COVID. It's going to be pneumonia. Flu's going to, flu is going to come back around even harder, and you're going to see a massive raise in pertussis because the immuno, the upper respiratory infections have not been getting spread in the last two months, and people's immune systems are down. 
That's great. Wow. Great, great information for everybody listening. So thank you for that. We're at our hour point, Skip. Oh, you want, <laughs> I, I can give you one bonus question. All right, let's take it. If you could change anything in the world, invent something, something the world needs to make the world a better place, using your creativity in your brain, what do you think the world could use right now to make it better for the future generations? And it could be something that doesn't exist, but if we don't know of possibilities of these things that are stuck in our heads, then they'll stay in your head. So anything you want. You're always going to come up with a massive world thought that like could change the world. <laughs> could be. Chiro chiropractic in holistic medicine, holistic healthcare is what's changing the world. But what somebody needs to invent is a car seat rocker. <laughs> and what this is, and I've had it in my mind for a decade, is it, when a child is in their little car seat, you take them out of their car, you take them out of their butt, and they're in their bucket. And you have to do something quicker, like they don't calm down. But you know, if you put your foot underneath that car seat and rock it, they'll stay calm. What somebody needs to invent is a wedge that sits under the car seat, and you can wind it. And it just pumps the car seat about a centimeter and a half and allows that kid to love <laughs> and, and pacify while the parent is trying to get some okay, sort of get done. Skip, I think we, we cut it here because I think we have something ready for that to go. Because <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we need that. Otherwise, man, we need, to, we need to talk more and have a louder voice and we cannot be afraid. I think the other thing that needs to be invented is some sort of ray gun that takes the fear out of people. And it allows them to speak their truth, to develop the trust in humanity and get it back. That's what we're here doing. Yeah. Amen. We're, we are here to support yes. every voice out there and we will stand toe to toe with everybody that wants to voice their truth and voice the truth against a, a very messed up system. Tyrannical system. And, and the only way that we can deconstruct this spider web of control is to come together in a way that's never been done before. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we appreciate having you on our call, Skip. It was awesome. Um, nice. Thank you very if much. You, if you want to check out, I'll send you a link to our podcast now. We just started a, our Council of Controversy, and we have a panel of people we're building to have. So in certain cases, when we're going to need your specialty, we're going to be inviting you on that council. You got it, man. I'll be there. Okay. So thanks again. <laughs> and in the description of this podcast and on the YouTube channel, you guys can see Skip's uh, websites and his programs and go to the One Spine, One World if you're a chiropractor and join that movement. And yeah, I'd love and appreciate you, Skip. And You, man. You too. Thanks, we'll, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah. And, we'll, you, and, and what do we say at the end of every call? Three, two, one. Stay relaxed. Stay relaxed, everybody. <laughs>